Welcome to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen, therapist, clairvoyant, empath, and medium. Listen in as she takes a no-nonsense, deep dive into real human struggles and how to resolve them. Janice will share channeled information from her spirit guide team, as well as angels and archangels, to help you master your emotional, physical, financial, and spiritual destiny. And now, Janice R. Cohen. Hey, y'all. This is Janice Cohen, the Intuitive Therapist, here on the Intuitive Therapist Podcast. So glad y'all are with me today. As you know, I'd love to have guests on. Love, love, love. Because I feel like, you know what, maybe y'all get tired of hearing my voice all the time. And maybe you want to hear other people's voices, uh, people from around the country with different accents. I think that's cool, too. But also people who are expert in areas other than what I do. So today I have a very, very, very special lady uh, on my podcast today, uh, Gail Sussman Miller. Um, She is the chief obstacle buster at Inspired Choice. And we're going to talk a little bit about what all that means. But today, one of the things that, or specifically Gail is going to talk about something that I feel like a lot of people struggle with, really finding comfortable, finding comfort and confidence in being able to ask for help. You know, a lot of people feel like it's weird or yucky or, you know, for most people asking for help feels kind of eh. And nobody wants to appear weak or needy or greedy, let alone selfish, you know, constantly asking for help and getting other people to do stuff for them. But, But the reality is we all need help from others at times in our lives. And so when Gail and I were talking about this, a question that came up for me is, what if asking for help really isn't a sign of weakness or selfishness at all, but a sign of something else entirely, like it's actually a strength? So today, Chief Obstacle Buster, Gail Sussman Miller is going to talk to us about how to change your negative perspective about asking for help to a positive one. Uh, in in our podcast. So welcome, Gail. So happy to have you finally on my show. Um, hope I know you're doing well. You, you're in Chicago and it's cold as all get out there and you're just trying to trying to be warm. Um, so I wanted to welcome you to the show and I wanted to invite you to just tell the listeners a little bit about how you got into this work. Uh, you really work a lot with women and helping them feel uh, good about their lives. You know, um, one of the things that I know about you is that you you really specialize in working with uh, women leaders who feel depleted from sacrificing themselves for the sake of others, and and in turn they've lost their career joy. You help them get that back. Tell us how you got into that. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, I'm so excited to be here. Thanks, Janice. I just love being in any kind of space with you, virtual mm-hmm. or otherwise. Oh, thank so, you. Know. <laughs> I I spent some years on and off in therapy in my twenties, kind of retelling the same old stories and as I call it, mastering knowledge of my wounds. I didn't have a therapist like you, which I had because that's all we did was just over and over. So November of ninety seven with the help of my husband who had done the men's version of this weekend, I went and did a training program for women, a personal growth weekend 
called Woman Within. Well, that changed changed my life. I let I was done with therapy. I met one of the leaders, hired her as my coach before I even knew what coaching was. I seriously didn't know. I'm not even sure she used that word. And that helped me to reach a new level of self-acceptance. And I'd been dating my husband for a long time. And I went to him and I said, you know what? Now that I accept myself more, I accept you and your imperfections and I want to get married. (laughs) So for the first time, I married uh, for the first time at the age of 46. Mm. I call myself a midlife bloomer, baby boomer. And then I literally the week after we came from our honeymoon, I got laid off. I went to a coaching, a conference about coaching, decided that was for me. I attended the Coaches Training Institute to get my training. And I swear to you, Janice, I came home to a profession that was designed just for me. Mm. And now I work with women to raise their awareness and help them to recover career joy or life joy. And it. It all took all those steps, like moving through doorways in a hallway. Each door opened another door and brought me to here. Isn't that something? And it's so true. Uh, and, and you know the saying, it's a, it's a cliche saying, but it's so true. One door closes, the other one opens. And you can't uh, come to a point of realization until you pass through something beforehand. And so clearly you've done that. And that's it's amazing how our own life experiences really allow us to niche down and help people because when you think about it, we're not the only ones that struggle. We don't, none of us struggle singularly with something that nobody else has experienced. We all experience different things in different ways. But for you to be able to take your experience of finding joy in what you do and be able to help other women, that's, that's fantastic. I know we talked today about how and what you wanted to share with the listeners. We're going to talk about, uh, and you're going to guide the listeners, in fact, uh, on a, on a, in a little exercise um, about how to reach something in particular, a specific goal, which you're going to talk to them about. Um, but I'm curious, out of all of this, before we get to the exercise and before you kind of give them the steps and things like that, if you were to ask them to to get a develop a specific mindset before they really really listen to you today, what would you need them to keep in mind? Hmm. Well, I think it would be to approach this with a beginner's mind, hmm. and by that I mean uh, to let go of previous beliefs about what asking for help means or even listening to me going through a workshop going through an exercise to clear your mind as much as possible as you listen to me and as you do this so that you can let inspiration and ahas and realizations and parts of you other voices in your head come forward and say oh okay, I get this, or to just whisper to you. So I think that would be most important. Great. And I know I wanted you to just share a little bit before we get into the exercise. Talk to me about the kind of unique results that you have helped your clients achieve 
by doing exercises like the one we're about to do and also the work that you're doing with them? Well, thanks for asking me that. You know, in terms of career, there's a lot of pressure. It's the way we earn money. There's a lot of judgment about ourselves and judgment from others. And I really help. I work a lot with women. I do have some male clients, but I really think there's some aspects of this that are unique to women. So I help my clients to move from just thinking about it, their work as pure career, to a calling and to listen to their soul's calling, maybe in some aspect of the work or actually it's time for a change. I also help them to go from sacrificing fulfillment to please others and to move to career joy. Um, to move from not speaking up or asking for what you want to a brave, making brave, inspired choices, and especially during tough conversations, how to really relate to people in a way that is non judgmental and gets results. I love and, how and to you use the words brave and inspired. Yeah. I love it. That's, that's, that's awesome because it's true. Yeah, it's well, and the interesting thing about that word inspired is it comes from uh, being in spirit. Mm. It's the what the word that's its origin. So when there's so much chatter in our heads and pressure trying to please people or sacrificing in our work to earn money, I, I have met and worked with a lot of breadwinners who are women, and they're also still often taking care of the family, that it's impossible to think about doing anything else or speaking up and risking mm. being judged because they've got to sustain that. And they're often squelching or hiding their true desires and emotions. And I help them to leverage their emotions and their feminine, their emotional intelligence and their built-in feminine intelligence, which is, to me, that's intuition instincts, creativity, nurturing, and love. So the bottom line is increasing awareness. That's where we start. Then increasing acceptance, moving perhaps even to pride about the truth of your brilliance. So you can, along the way, it results in more self-love, more self-respect, and more self-care. Beautiful. Oh, fantastic, fantastic. So I want to hear you move us through this exercise because I feel like for any of us, and, and it's funny because when we were talking, uh, you're like, Janice, hey, can we do this? Can we do this exercise with you? And I'm like, well, Gail, pretty much I don't have a hard time asking for help. And we laughed at it because I am kind of blunt that way. But I know, <laughs> and I think about my life and I know there have been times where I haven't felt confident uh, enough to ask for help for whatever reason, like even for me, uh, in the past, it's been, I, well, I don't want people to think that I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, and I think that that's a feeling, a feeling that people have when you think about asking for help. They don't want to look uh, inadequate. They don't want to look uh, like they don't know what they're doing or, or they don't know enough. And I, and I can't wait to hear your exercise uh, <laughs> through that. All right. With that in mind, so I want to start out by telling our listeners that 
If you want to get a copy of this exercise in a one-page worksheet that I've designed that you can actually write on and maybe share it with other people, besides, of course, sharing the podcast, um, I'll be giving my email address at the end, and you can just email me and say, I want that worksheet in the subject line. Great. All right. So to start with, uh, we're actually going to take a measurement before we start. So I want to use a 1 to 10 scale. 10 is highest. So I want everyone to, um, if you need to pause to go get paper, make sure you've got, uh, you know, a piece of paper and a pen. I want you to ask yourself, on a scale of 1 to 10, where 10 is highest, how comfortable and confident are you with asking for help? At 10, you're you're completely confident. No problem. No issue. At one, with standing on your foot, you would have to think twice about asking them if they could please move their foot. <laughs> All right. So write that number down. And now I want you to actually to make this really real. I want you to think of someone you've thought about asking for help with your career, or maybe it's about your life that you've had in the back of your mind, but you've been putting off asking them. This could be asking for advice. It could be about networking. You'd like to be introduced to someone. It could be you're in business and you want to ask someone for a referral. It could be asking your child to take the garbage out. It could be somewhere that you need help. So write down that name. Who's the person you've been thinking Asking for help, but you've been avoiding doing it. And then underneath that, write down what you would ask for as specifically as you can. Please review my resume. Could you please uh, give me feedback? Could you introduce me to someone? Whatever that is. All right, next, I want you to draw what I call a T-square. It's a two-column table, just a, a vertical line down the middle and then a horizontal line at the top. So it looks like a T. And above that, I want you to write this phrase. I ask for help for the sake of, and then just draw a blank underscore. I ask for help for the sake of. And we're gonna start with the left side of this column. And I want you to label the left side with the word me, and next to that, just in parentheses, write myself. And literally, I want you to write that capital M-Y and put self as a second word. You're asking for the sake of yourself. So think about how it feels to ask for help for you. How do I feel when I ask for help? For a lot of people, the immediate reaction is, oh, I sound so, so focused on me, 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 me. It's all about me. What will people think? And that's actually a great way to think about this is what do you imagine people will think when you ask for help, especially this person? Keep coming back to this example. So some of the favorite answers I get, you said some Janice, needy, greedy, some embarrassment because They can't do it alone. We really in our society think that we can do everything alone, that we should be able to. And there's some problem if we can't. And we're really meant to be 
in a community mm-hmm. and to work together. Right. Some people, some people feel guilt, and very often we personalize this that it that asking means something about us at all that we're weak or helpless or my favorite, especially I think for women, is that I'm imposing. I mean, I'm sure you're really busy and that you wouldn't have time for me. And the biggest, most commonly heard one is that if I ask for help for the sake of me, is that I'm being selfish. So write whatever it is for you on that left side. You feel free to use some of those feelings that I described. I know some people just Tuesday, I did this workshop with a group of business women and someone said, I feel undeserving. I don't deserve your help. So that's this first piece. Any comments so far, Janice? No, you're good. It's great. All right. We're going to keep going. So the next thing I want you to do underneath that table, that chart, is just to Write down the answer to this question. Let me give you a little background. So I want you to imagine that the person you ask says yes, and they give you the help you asked for, and a ripple effect of events occurs. Um, If you're looking for a job, they offer an introduction. It leads to another introduction. It leads to interviews, and you get hired. If you're asking for some advice, you take it. Things improve. Keep Thinking about the person you want to ask and what if they yes. So I'd like you to think about who besides you will benefit. If you get that job, if you improve that skill, if it helps you to do something where you help other people, who else would benefit besides you? So write that those names down, those people. And I do want you to pause the recording to really think about this. Let me give you one more thought to think about before you pause the recording. I want you to think as big as you can. So actually pause the recording because I'm about to um, broaden your mind and you might not want, you might want to think of your own ideas first. What I want you to imagine is that after this person says yes and you take action, that it will help you to feel happier, more satisfied, more fulfilled on the thing that you're doing. And then you will bring that home and your family will say, wow, you had a good day today. What, what happened? And it will affect you in your job. It'll affect your coworkers, your customers, either you personally or in your company, the employees around you. And it will keep rippling out and affect the world. If you go do more and you're more empowered because you got some help, it will, I promise you, affect the world. So thinking as big as you can, I now want you to go to the right side of this table. And on the top right column, I want you to write in the word others. And in parentheses, put the word beneficiaries. So now you think about how it feels when you say, I ask for help for the sake of others. 
is now about others. In fact, start, so let me give you a few starters. If you want to pause the recording here and get your immediate reactions. I know afterwards Janice will tell me hers. <laughs> now, I want to give you some suggestions of how I feel and how others have felt. And by the way, this whole process came to me as my own epiphany because I used to hate asking for help. I used to feel a lot of these things. And this came literally with my hands poised over my keyboard, sending an email and saying, could you please ask, you know, could you please help me? And I just froze. So here's what I felt. That suddenly I'm now being generous. I'm asking for the greater good. I'm being helpful. I actually also felt kind of noble, like, join me in my cause. I'm going to go out and do these good things. And if you help me, then I can go do more of these good things. This is, on this side, this is not personal. You're actually like an ambassador going to take action that will be for your greater good and the world's greater good. This this side, I had someone just on Tuesday tell me this. This is expansive. This is holistic. And it's bravely asking for the greater good. And the wonderful thing is, here you're being selfless, not selfish. Here it's selfless. So to help really hit home the point here, I want you to take your pen and draw a big X on the left side of this table. I want you to take yourself out of the formula. I'm, I want to be very clear. Your feelings are valid. These are some old messages. These are ways that sometimes you see around you very strong leaders who never ask for help. Don't get me wrong. These are real feelings. But for now, I want you to remove yourself and see yourself as a conduit, as an advocate who's taking action. And I want you to think about asking for help for the sake of others. So, so Gail, can I, can I ask you yeah. a quick question? So these feel Absolutely. like these are this is awesome. So we've got the rate yourself. I just. I want to make sure that they, they get all the steps um, and, yeah. and, and that we're able to kind of talk a little bit about how they can use this as well, because everything you're saying is so good and it feels so good. It makes so much sense. So they first rate themselves. Then they think about a person they would like to ask for help and what they would ask. And then they write this T, this T, um, T scale, so to speak. Um, and yeah. they're writing, thinking about if I, if I could ask, I, I ask for help for the sake of me, myself, and then others, and then imagine getting a yes, what, who could benefit? Are there, are, are those the only steps? Are there a couple other ones? Um, that I've got just a couple more. Okay, couple so let, let's, yeah. let's, let's, I want them to hear all the steps, and then what we're going to do is, uh, as we come to a close in a few minutes, we're going to 
give them your contact information because I want to make sure that they yeah. they get that. So so good. Let's hear let's hear the so other the, ones. Yeah. The big piece is to feel the difference. That's why I've got the me and myself asking for the sake of me and myself is on the left side mm-hmm. where we tend to go where it's all about me. And that's where a lot of the yucky, icky thoughts come from. Right. And the difference of asking for the sake of others and for those who, who will benefit besides you. Mm-hmm. So I want you to now rank yourself again on the same one to 10 scale where 10 is highest, most comfortable. How comfortable and confident do you feel about going forth to ask for help for the sake of others? So rank yourself there. And I want you to also go back to that person you want to ask a question. And I'd like you to write down one small step you will take to either actually just go ask them or get more clear on what it is you want to ask for or map out the steps to asking. What do you need to have to be prepared and stay in this mindset? The ways that I've seen this used in in my life Mm -hmm. is literally when I write those emails now, like if I, you know, you're, you're, Listeners may be very interested to know that I hesitated for a long time before asking you, may I be on this podcast with you? Yeah, right, right, right. We talked, sure. I made up all kinds of things that Janice didn't, might not think I know enough. I don't know if I'll it. I made up a ton of stories and then I decided to ask. And so the point is, have an idea of what it will take to ask. But literally an email now, I say, for example, Janice, I'm writing to ask if I may be on your podcast for the sake of women who are struggling with career issues and not asking or speaking up. I literally use the phrase to remind me more than for my, <laughs> my reader. Yeah, but for I think the that's so great. Of, and I fill in the blank. And I'm, I customize the blank to the person I'm asking. Right. That gets me through any schmutz, as Janice knows, this Yiddish word for the <laughs> dirt, the icky thing. Right. And you so know what? I, I think this is, this is such a, a really great exercise. And you know what? Uh, I kind of had a little aha. One is you're really building an awareness uh, for people to tap into this outside of themselves. And then the other thing is to build a focus, which is on other people. So if I could just throw a couple of results out and then I want to, I want to have them get your contact information uh, because I know that you could help so many women really overcome this barrier. So really when you think about asking for help and, and with anything, whether it's building a business uh, or, or connecting with other people uh, in terms of offering a service, so many people when we put ourselves out there to, to try to, build something up or get connection or get a favor we feel like we're putting ourselves personally out there and maybe to a degree we are but really ultimately what we're doing is we're trying to get our services out there we're trying to connect with other people and help them and I wrote a couple of things down just in terms of the others and beneficiaries that other side of the 
uh-huh. scale, which was, you know, I'd be able to model confidence. I'd be, it would get easier and easier and easier the more I did it, asking for help. It wouldn't become such a fear-based kind of thing if I felt that way. People would start to ask me for help to help them because <laughs> you're seeing me reach out to them. And also, ultimately, to be able to feel connected to other people because here's the truth. You never know what a connection uh, or a, a partnership in any way could bring to uh, either of your lives. And so I think for you to create a, a, a level of openness and awareness about the possibilities, I, I feel like I'm a possibilitarian because I feel like, ah, I like you know, any time anytime somebody comes up to me with an idea, I'm like, okay, boom, and I'm going in 10 different directions. So I love that you bring that to light for them as well. You know, how did they get in touch with you if they want to do more work on themselves uh, or if they, uh, they just in and of themselves want to get the, uh, the, uh, the email that has all these steps for them? Yep. So one way is, is first, let me give you my email. My company name is Inspired Choice. So it's Gail, G-A-I-L, at inspiredchoice.com. So that's with a D, inspiredchoice.com. My website is the same name, www.inspiredchoice.com. And for those of you that are on LinkedIn, my ID is all three names together, Gail Sussman Miller. And, you know, there is the good old-fashioned phone, and we can use that too. It's 773-477-4012. Wonderful. Gail, I, I'm so grateful that we finally connected and did this. I've been really, really looking forward to having you on because I love to talk to you too. You have such wisdom and such a, a level of vulnerability at the same time. And uh, well, just, thank you. I'm, I'm so grateful my listeners had a, a chance to hear you. And my hope is that y'all, you will do this exercise. I actually did it while Gail was doing it. And uh, and I was excited that I had some ahas. I always love to learn from people. So listeners, I, I, I like I said, I hope, I hope today's been helpful for you. If you feel like it has, hop on over to iTunes and rate and review my podcast. If you want to make some specific remarks about a specific episode, by all means, feel free to do that. If you feel like you'd like a reading around anything, love, money, business, ideas, anything, or maybe you're just struggling with something and need help to figure out which direction to go, things to consider, reach out to me at Janice at JaniceRCohen.com. My uh, office number is 404-558-3971. Or if you're ready to take a, a bigger step and take a deep dive into really reaching the goals that you, you'd like to set for yourself, already have, but you just can't somehow break through whatever barriers that are, that are there, uh, I'm in. So reach out to me too. Email me. Send me uh, a message. Uh, y'all have my Facebook page, The Intuitive Therapist. On Facebook, uh, uh, you can reach me there. But really, ultimately, as always, in the end of my podcast, I wish you a blessed day, a wonderful week, and always live intuitively. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Therapist with Janice R. Cohen. If you like what you heard, the best compliment you can give us is to share this podcast with a friend. 
and subscribe, rate, and review at iTunes.